I am Tam. Hi, I'm Eternally Mortal. And this is the Hidden Egg Podcast, where we talk about vulnerability. And stuff and things. The and I say weird stuff. Back. It was back last episode. All but right. yeah. Yeah. You were excited about what we were going to talk about last episode and didn't hear it. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's probably cute. what that's happened. Cute. I love that. I but yeah, I brought it back. It's 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 time, you know. I only let it go for one episode. That's awesome. Very mm-hmm. happy about it. I'm glad. So, first thing I want to say this uh this episode, I want to talk about my friend Philip. Um we have a thing on the Discord server called koala questions that is to help him build an uh, a search engine ai thing that helps generate prompts and helps you with your writing accountability he wants to know what other people's thoughts are on how th- how that would work if if they've got experience with his previous iterations that's great if not that's okay too um, he's, I guess I gave him enough. He's working on something. So, uh, if you're interested in checking out what he comes up with in about two to three weeks, he should have whatever it is that I inspired him to, to work on this go around. Um, um, I'm going to break in for just a second. Can you yeah. hear me? Yeah, there we go. Um, yeah, I read through the conversation actually just before we started and it's, it was a delightful conversation to read. <laughs> um, honestly, like. I, I think I want, can you, can you, can you remind me later to talk to you about that? Because like, sure. I might want to actually try and write some fiction using those prompts. Um, because like I've wanted to create for a while now. I've had this like gurgling urge to create and I haven't done shit with it. So like, you know, just playing with my mind with an already established few little concepts would, I think be really helpful. Yeah, I so. absolutely loved how it the original basic engine started out. And when he made the Koala Quill, I think, because it was Koala Quest, and then he made Koala Quill, I was like, okay, well, you know, this this could work. But I wasn't nearly as excited about the ad- additions as I was just the basic prompt part. I just, I love the the way the prompt was. And unfortunately some element of what he built it on no longer exists so he's gonna have to build it from scratch all over again so that's fun so it's never gonna be what it was in the past but maybe it'll be something better. better yeah that's what the hope is and um i respect the hell out of building something like that from scratch that's amazing so i hope you know i hope that goes really well i would love I think if I ever got into coding, honestly, because like just trying to be very specific about something for very, for a bunch of hours just sounds right up my alley, honestly. Yeah. But it's not just that like coding has more to it. And it, I mean, you could look into it. There are plenty of free resources to look into coding. And from what Philip said now is like the best time ever to be looking into AI coding because the AI gives you help building itself. I, I would struggle with that. But that sounds amazing for people into that sort of thing. That sounds awesome. I'm just saying if you might be into that sort of thing, give it a go. Yeah. It's pretty lucrative, idea. you know. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Anyway. Like, 
Yeah. <laughs> I just like to build things from the ground up. I, I'm very much about placing every piece. It's sort of a thing for me. That's why I don't use like the con con collaborated info online. Thank you. Um, <laughs> about like video games and stuff. I, I make I my own research. I also love how non-committal mortal is about this. He says, I would love to do this. And then is like, nah, not gonna. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yep, uh -huh. that's me. Yep. <laughs> If you, if you wonder why I haven't created anything recently, that's why. I mean, that's you in a nutshell right there. Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> what are we talking about? Where are we at? I don't know. Do you want to talk about something or do you, is it just me this whole time? Because I have more. I have more I could talk about. I just, you know. Oh, I just didn't know if you wanted to say anything more about Phil. Like, did you want to, uh, like, do a, like, where can people find Phil? Or do you really just want them to wait for the, the created thing that Phil's working on? No, well, I, I mean, I'll, I'll say it point blank. I, I said it at the beginning, but on Discord, we're trying to do it on Discord. I have a whole forum channel in our Discord server. It's the Monster Alley Discord that I plug everywhere. You can find it on themonsteralley.com in the chat tab, or you can just find wherever you talk to me at, and, and I'll give you a link for the invite but yeah there's a, a channel there's a forum channel that's just called um koala questions and that's where you can go and, and read the uh conversation or take part in it which would be super helpful mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh we have a, a new audience member in our chat we Welcome do ben ulancy good Boy, to see we're you. popular today Feel free to chat if you want. You don't have to. You're welcome to just lurk and listen. Um, we're happy to have you. Um, By the way, as an aside, the stink bug is flying around now. Oh, no. It's It's been going after the light pretty hardcore, but I, I think it's distracted. Yeah, it. I don't think we've mentioned that in the episode proper yet, but uh, Tam's currently um, fighting an epic battle while doing a podcast uh, with the skill we all know that she has uh, to dual dual wield such a such a daunting task. What am I dual wielding? You're doing a podcast and you're fighting a stink bug. Oh, I don't know if I'm fighting a stink bug. I'm more or less just watching it as it flies into the light. Hey, I'm a fan of anime and like 14 out of 15 episodes that are a fight scene are just staring at each other and screaming. So... I mean, I could be, um, what, what was that, what was that, that cartoon on Netflix, that Midnight Gospel, Midnight Gospel. I could be that guy. I don't know that one. He literally, it's a great, it's, it's kind of trippy, but it's great. It, he literally goes into like, like a world to do a podcast that like ends up destroying, like he ends up fighting things. It's weird, but it's a podcast and he's fighting stuff, so yeah, it's like podcast meets Rick and Morty. Yeah, Ben Ben's got it. You've Heck seen yeah. It. Okay, remind me about that one also later. I might have to check that out. Okay, if I now can I gotta take write stuff down. You keep wanting me to yeah. remind you of stuff. I know, but you don't actually have to. Like, you're certainly not um, responsible for me. I, I can remember my own stuff eventually, I promise. Well, you also listened to this again, so technically you could remind yourself. <laughs> oh, I, I'm technically reminding myself co uh, constantly because I do listen to the whole thing after this. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> I do. I do Thanks. keep a media from Mortal Journal. I do. Thanks. I, I have, I have a little sticky pad here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yep. That's what I do. Okay. So, 
Do you have something else or do you want me to just go into the next thing that I have to talk about? You stink bug. I thought about maybe uh, on the air, you know, on the internet, out loud, two people saying some of the stuff that I want to create for my future just to uh, maybe see if that sparks anything. Would you mind that? Or would that no. be really boring? Do you think no. that would be boring uh, for people? The thing I want to talk about is the... Uh... The writing stuff that I, I I was in a writing group earlier and well, stuff about I love, that. I'll, I want to hear about that. But, but it can it can wait, wait for you to tell us about your the things you want to be motivated to do that you're inspired to do. Yeah. So like, um, I'm one of those people that has uh, ideas all the time. Like they just kind of flit into my mind, and then I look at them, I smile, and then I let them go, and I never remember them afterwards. But there's been a few ideas that have stuck with me over the years that uh, I still want to do. I've talked many times about wanting to do um, Twitch streams, and that's sort of a creation, but it's more just like connect, just seeing if I can connect with people on that platform, how that works. You know, I'm so connective on any other platform, I'm sure it'll work great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're pretty connected, connective on Twitch, though. Yeah, I, I, I do maintain a pretty strong presence there, honestly. Um, well, in, in a couple of places, I fall off a lot of other places. Anyway, no self-judgment. Uh, my longest running idea was that I wanted to create an entire uh, fantasy world with um, a, kind of a new idea of orcs. But I don't know if this new idea of orcs has already been kind of redone. Cause, like, Is this inspired are by the slime anime? No, 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 no. This was this is my theory story that I started uh, actually writing down and recording stuff for when I was like twenty one. Hmm. Um, uh, back. Yeah, but it's still in my head, you know. Like I never really did a whole lot with it, but like I, what I what I did in my mind was I created like the opposite of a Gandalf. I created like a, a super powered ancient wizard that decided to create a race of of slaves to serve him and then i created one of those slaves rising up and defeating him that would be the entirety of the uh, idea more or less but um the slaves were basically like what you would consider to be orcs from tolkien before even before the movies uh the stuff you would read in the tolkien books um kind of brutish and dumb and bloodthirsty and selfish and uh hard to organize you know that kind of thing um, but I wanted to have a, um, uh, a, a lady orc born with just a, a, a greater capacity for compassion and understanding that used that to overthrow the entire ages long society and destroy this evil wizard. That was like the thought that I had long ago. And I started writing some stuff. I started t talking about the characters a little bit, but I never took it anywhere. So when you said that, you know what popped into my head? Like as What's you that? were telling me the, the plot of this lady orc, what popped into my head is uh, Brian Glossmeyer's uh, Beyond the Shattered <laughs> Gates of Heaven. I only read the first couple the of chapters of that. Yeah, I only read the first couple of chapters of that. But yeah, I totally see what you're talking about. Absolutely. Because that, um, that's kind of what he does, but not with orcs, obviously. It's, it's got the same, like, strong female protagonist kind of feel to it. And, like, the whole society that I, I was briefly introduced to in those first chapters or two was very, um, 
like it was so well done to establish the mentality of a, a, peop a race of people that have been bred as slaves for generations upon generations. Like it was tr every, like every sentence that I read about it was tragic to an extent because, you know, I have so much privilege and the idea of slaves is abhorrent to me. You know what I mean? Hmm. So reading about it from a first person perspective so well was 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 mind-blowing it was very good very well yeah done. he did really well with that book but i i think you could probably do just as well with this orc story um i would suggest reading brian glossmeyer's books to kind of get a feel for like how he did it in a very very different setting because yours is you know fantasy fiction that was more sci-fi fantasy fiction i don't i don't know if there's a whole lot of fantasy in it maybe it's just sci-fi but, right. It felt yeah. almost steampunkish to me, but I wasn't really, as I said, I didn't get very far. Yeah, um, you, you got to get out of the dun out of the dungeons and and stuff before it starts becoming more sci-fi. But yeah. Right. But what I need, what I need, I think, is like what what you were talking about with the the koala thing, because like once I have parameters, once I I I know that there are corners to what I'm trying to do, then I can do anything within it. But when I don't have parameters, uh, my mind just can't focus on anything. So, like, you know, I have this story from long ago, but, like, when I'm like, okay, let's sit down and try and think about, like, okay, so I want to, do I want to establish this other character? What do I want to talk more about the world? Do I want to establish the setting? Do I want to increase the lore? Like, every, there's too many possibilities for me to actually be able to touch on and grab and do. And so I feel like if I had, little targeted i don't know why i didn't pick up on it when you were doing this but <laughs> would help me remember when that comes out have, i already told you that have anyway. you have you considered um maybe us working together on this story in a way that i'm not taking over the story like you know that my my concern is not you taking over the story that doesn't bother me and it doesn't matter to me in the slightest oh, right your concern I, is my wasting own... my time yes <laughs> Thank you. Oh my God. I feel so seen. That's amazing. <laughs> I love you. Um, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Wasting your time and energy. That's what I'm concerned it's with. It's never a waste of my time to help you. That's okay. You specifically cannot waste my time. There have been, if in 15 years of living together, there have certainly been times that I've wasted of yours. There have been times when I have blamed you for wasting my time, but that is not the same as you actually wasting my time. All right. Valid, I guess. I have been an, a, an, a, an emotionally abusive person, and there have been times when I blamed you for things that were not your fault. So That's very, vul that's very, vulnerable, of you to, very vulnerable of you to say. Well, I think people should be more aware when they do that because there's a lot of abusive people in the world and they don't seem to be aware that they're being abusive to other people. So I, I'd i like to be an example. That's great. And there are a lot of really good, decent people that have found abusive habits or responded to abuse from their past in such a way that they became abusive too. And, you know, being able to recognize it and understand it helps you to get past it. I don't As think that have. it makes people a terrible person to have been abusive in the past. I think it's the mark of somebody who needs to improve themselves to still be abusive today. Does that make sense? It does. And I agree. So, yes, I would love to help you. It is not a waste of my time. But I don't, mm -hmm. 
I don't know when you're available. So hit me up after and, and we'll figure out when we can uh, schedule that in for you. We're just going to use this podcast now to really get some time for you and I to talk about what we need to get done. <laughs> I know. It Make kinda, some plans. It kind of starts <laughs> sounding like we don't talk to each other. We talk to each other constantly throughout the week. <laughs> so, no talk of hitting after talking about abuse. That's fair. I didn't think about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Well, um, don't want to Britney Spears hit me, baby, one more time. Like, that's not. I thought it was cool. Haha. No, I'm kidding. Haha. Lols. Lols. Um, yeah. No, we do talk all the time. It's just for some reason, some things come out during the podcast that just won't anywhere else. Yeah. And we certainly talk less than we did in the distant past, but, you know, we're both kind of busier now, you know? And I'm, I'm a little uh, less abusive. Well, yeah, sure. That too. <laughs> we're, we're, we're significantly less codependent on each other. That's for damn sure. Yes, that is, damn, that is definitely sure. Step um, one of ending abuse, end the codependence. Right. Well, in our case, who knows? It might be different. No, they go hand in hand. I'm just allowing for possibilities. I, I understand that. But it's part but of like the, the psychology of it. it. You can't have abuse without codependence. Okay. I, it's, I, I don't know what to tell you. You just can't. Okay. 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 Was there another project you wanted to talk about or... I mean, I think we can probably move on to your writing group and everything. I have other projects uh, that are up in my mind that uh, I will talk about at a later date. But for now, just the one. And it's the oldest one. So that's kind of cool. Cool. Yeah. We'll have to uh, bring that up as it progresses on the podcast. <laughs> Do you want updates? That'll definitely yeah. make it to where, you know, maybe it'll put a fire under my ass to do something about it. We'll By the see. way, I've written that one down, too. Yeah, well, of course you have. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously, I expected you to. I expect you to write shit like that down. Like that's just you. <laughs> okay, so so writing stuff. It's not just. So I went. I'm having troubles. There are writing groups. Okay, that's there are. Where, that we're just gonna start at the very beginning. Um, mm -hmm. I went to a writing group today. I actually, if I start at the very beginning, I, I went to, there was this um, publication Zoom call from Medium earlier this week. I think it was Tuesday. Was it Tuesday? Was it Wednesday? Was it yesterday? It might have been yesterday. <clears throat> I don't know. Days are hard. Excuse me. And um, so I went to that and I was like feeling really good about it. I don't know if I really learned anything from it, but... You know, it was fun. I don't, I don't do those things. It was yesterday. Sturge has confirmed. Thank you, Thank you Sturge. <clears throat> yesterday, as far as when we're recording this, when it comes out, I mean, could be months down the line. Anyway, so I, I went to that and I got really like, I, I don't know, you know me, mortal, you know how I am. Sometimes I get into these like weird fits of social ishness i wanted to say socialism but that already means something it does um, mean something <laughs> i i just become really social and i just like want to do all sorts of stuff so I, I also went to um this writing group earlier before the recording 
which was fun. It was it was a much smaller group of people, um, and it was not an official medium thing. The publication thing is apparently monthly, so I'm I'm hoping that they'll send me another thing, and I might actually keep going to that and see if there's any way to grow my publication. Okay. They I'm do sure that they do. stuff everywhere. They do that on Patreon. They do that on YouTube. They do that with Medium. I've never attended any of them, ever. And this was my very first one, and now I'm suddenly like, oh, let's do, do this everywhere. Mm-hmm. I also, from the publication group, found another writing group. Not, not really a writing group, but there's this... So there's a publication called Middle Pause on Medium, that is doing a, f- a monthly free Zoom class. Yeah, I think it is a Zoom thing. And um, they're doing it, I think, every Wednesday, maybe? I don't okay. know. The, there's one next Wednesday, and I put a link to that in the Discord channel under podcast topics for this week. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to like stretch myself out too thin or what, but there's a lot going on there. Yeah, absolutely. Going um, going into the group today, I like feel really <clears throat> why is my voice doing this? I haven't eaten anything. Um, I, I felt really judgmental cuz like my brain was all like thinking up all these things and I'm like is this why I'm not social lately? Is because I just can't stop that evil part of me from talking to me on my shoulder <laughs> um is that the judgmental thing is that those two things related that the, the evil part of you talking is also the judgmental yeah aspect of yeah you, yeah because it's it's you know it's like when you're trying to listen to people and then your mind is telling you these judgmental thoughts it's like trying to listen to two people at the same time and very frustrating because the one inside is a lot louder right and usually an asshole yeah mm-hmm. if in it's this case it one. was right so oh how did you deal with this um, or wait when was this happening again this was early this was right before we did the podcast just now oh okay right on so go ahead how did you deal with it then i <sighs> Most mostly, I just tried to ignore it. I just was like, "That's a thing that I just thought." Yep, moving on. What are they talking about? Because <laughs> whenever it would pop up, I would have trouble paying attention to what they were talking about. And it, I'm not very good at doing these things. You're okay. So you're getting the urge to be a little bit more social, but you know, you haven't reached in that direction in quite a while. And so, you know, you're a little rusty at it. You've been able, you've been kind of alone with your own inner voice a lot in the past several years in a lot of regards. And so, you know, having a place where there are multiple voices talking, it may be more difficult for you to pay attention, but you'll get used to it. You'll get better at it. And absolutely. Um, if you at all enjoyed either experience, I highly recommend doing it again. Oh, I definitely wa- did. Yeah, that's those are the ways that you stretch and grow in the in, in that regard. You know, this the, the way to be able to uh, better ignore that internal voice is to more often practice ignoring it. Does that make sense? 
Well, and see, here's the biggest problem is that my therapist is trying to get me to pay more attention to my inner voice. Mm, excuse me. <clears throat> yeah. Your inner voice will find a wear, way to wear sweatpants on a Monday and won't be invited to sit with us anymore. Huh? <laughs> um, so your therapist is trying to get you to um, pay more attention to your inner voice. I assume to get to know yourself better. Is that what's, is that what her intention is? Well, yeah, the intention is to, she's very big on, on, and it feels judgmental, but I know it's not. That's just a, an inside thing. She's trying to get me to notice when my inside voice is either my inner child or my inner teen, because there's apparently more than one inside of me. Um, because they sound different than me, you know, mm -hmm. and, and yeah, my inner voice earlier today was definitely the judgmental teen. And I, I I'm supposed, I, I just wanted to ignore it, but I'm supposed to pay attention to it and find out what it needs and how to like reparent it and everything. But in, in the actual meeting itself, I was just too busy doing what, I needed to do like I was trying to listen and it it's very difficult to reparent that asshole inner voice when you're busy right I get it I have an idea do you want to hear it sure I'd love it okay so you know you're in a you're in a call with multiple people and you have this voice in your head that's like thinking of that's like reacting to what other people are saying and being an asshole about it, right? Like, oh, this person sucks because they said this, or this person isn't doing it right because they said this, or whatever it's saying, right? And you're just hearing that and unable to hear the other people talking. Um, if, I know it's still going to distract you, but will, during this early phase of, of practicing, if you could write some of that shit down so you could address it with yourself later, I think that after the situation has resolved and you're, you're you're on your own again, looking at a list of the things that, like the judgmental thoughts that you had, you could be like, does this really apply? Does this really apply? Does this really apply? And it can, you know, maybe help you to find out what that teenager is missing. Because, you know, most judgmental teenagers, I mean, I'm being reductive for society right now, but they really just need a hug most of the time in a certain regard. Well, in the they name need to of, know that they matter is what I mean. In the name of vulnerability, when I when I think about the things that I can remember having those judgments about, they all seemed to stem around this idea that I needed to judge them because they were going to judge me. Right. Defensiveness. Yeah. A teenager's and, most potent weapon. Right. Right. Well, that's why it was the inner teen and not the inner child, because the inner child right. would just be like off crying in a corner, trying to, you know, get away from everything. Mm -hmm. So. So obviously there's there's this element of, of my social anxiety is just I, I, I just feel like I'm just going to be judged by everybody all the time. Yeah. And that triggers that inner teenager to be like, oh, well, let's just judge everybody else for every flaw that I can perceive that they could possibly have. And everybody has flaws. Everybody right. has flaws. Like there is, it's foolproof as a defense mechanism, you know, the, the teenage, let's just point out all your flaws because everybody has them. Mm -hmm. You're never going to have a moment where you're like, hmm, I don't see any flaws. What should I do now? 
there's never that moment. No. Well, I mean, I can't, there's probably some sociopaths out there that see themselves as flawless, but like themselves. Yes. Other people. No, no. As long true. as you're looking at other people and your, 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 your tactic is like, I need to find your flaws so that I can defend against you judging any of mine. There's always going to be a flaw that you can find in that other person. Yeah. Cause you're going to make one up if you can't immediately see one not you you but people you you know i mean i guess i guess you but you don't have to that's my point is that people are imperfect right there is no perfect person so therefore you don't really have to make up a flaw i know people do and so yeah. i'm not saying that you're wrong because people do and i think it's stupid because like you don't have to i was really good at judging people just based on what they already were. I didn't I didn't have to make anything up. It's right there. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty easy. <laughs> and that's the problem is that it's so easy to do, it's hard not to do it as a defense mechanism. So I have to like cut it off at the at the at the foundation of like why do I need to defend myself in the first place? Right. Do you have to ask yourself if you're actually being attacked? I guess. I, I don't know. I'm still new at this part. Hmm. Because, like, I've found that I struggle with that, especially since turning on my emotions, is that, like, I, imme I immediately start responding to attacks that are not happening. You know, the other person doesn't have any intention at all to be pointing at, pointing at some aspect of me and saying, this is bad, this is worse than me, this is shameful, anything like that at all many times people are very innocently just talking about something and have no idea that I'm already self-conscious about it, you know? So Yeah, I'll have that problem with, like, the people that you and, and ghosts and everything, like, people that I, I can trust that if I say something that's stupid or asinine that we can come back from it. Um, I definitely will have moments where I'm like, okay, I, I don't, I know I'm not actually being attacked but I feel like I'm being attacked. Mm -hmm. It's harder for me to, to notice when that's the case of other people outside of our house because I don't trust them. <laughs> like, <laughs> it sounds so mean, but like it's the truth. I don't trust them the same way I trust the, the three of you. I know that you guys all love me on a very deep fundamental level. And no matter what I, I think is going on, no matter, you know, whatever... If you are attacking me, if you are, and that's a big if, then it means that you feel attacked and you feel threatened, not that you actually want to attack me or that you are trying to abuse me or tear me down or like those are things I don't necessarily know are true of other people. Right. Absolutely. And I totally understand that. We, we, we kind of lived a really insular um, existence for a little while, and it makes it to where the outside is a lot scarier. Um, you know, because you don't know, so you can't trust. Because, you know, these people have been here for years and years, and those people out there, you've had, like, a couple of hours of interaction with, if, right. you, pile, if you pile it all together, or days maybe for some. But, like... And Sturge says that... Uh... He delays his response until he gets clarification. But sometimes you don't get that clarification. Because the other person's also triggered. Or because or the interaction 
doesn't allow for that to happen. I I have this problem with flow and maybe maybe this is something I need to like work on specifically. But I have to wait for the flow of the conversation to allow for me to say things. I don't know how to explain this, but like if I'm trying to if I'm trying to tell you about you know an appointment we have next week first I have to start with the niceties of hi how are you or you know how's your day going and then I have to like wait for the flow of that conversation to shift into a a moment of pause and not necessarily that there is a pause but that that it's a moment of pause which I don't know how to explain how that differs but it does where I can then be like okay so you remember that there was an appointment next next week blah 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 it's like that for everything. Everything that I, I want to say to somebody else needs to factor into the flow of the conversation. And sometimes it never, like there's no point to put a clarifying question into the conversation. From your perspective. From my your perspective. perspective. is not allowing that right. space to be there. Do you, how do, how do you, how do you react internally whenever I, just throw random shit at the wall because it's in my head and I don't want it to escape without saying it. I completely interrupt the flow of our conversation you do. all the goddamn time. You do. Our, 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 our flow often ends up being like sandpaper, which is fine. It's kind of okay. like you've, you've picked the train up and thrown it to another track. The thing I have a difficulty with with you is when you end it abruptly. And I've, I've just learned to accept it. <laughs> sorry it it yeah. still hurts like there's a weird mental pain that happens when it's cut off and and the flow didn't neatly wrap up the ending there's a, a sort of weird mental pain but i i that's just that's just sometimes how it works out yeah i've tried to also incorporate you know like uh hey so final thoughts Right. That kind of thing, you know, just to try and help there be a little bit less abruptness to the end of a conversation. Because, like, I just peace out. I don't know. I My <laughs> brain, do. as soon as as soon as it feels like it ended for me, uh, I'll just disappear. I'm, like, I'm kind of anxious about that now because I know that it doesn't necessarily feel that way for other people. And so I get in my head about it now a little bit. But For, for the listeners, I just want to, like, I want, I want to paint the story of one specific memory that really, like, encapsulates this about mortal so we were in a, a buffet once and it was like all four of us we were all four eating we were st all still eating but but mortal had finished what he was doing he was done eating and then suddenly without warning while we're all just eating having a good time he just stands up and he's like i'm done now and he like he's like i'm gonna wait for you outside we're still I, my plate was still mostly full I I ended up eating for another like 15 to 20 minutes and I still felt a little rushed in that time but he yeah, was like don't it's not I don't you take all the time you need I'm just I'm done and he just could not be in that seat or even in the building anymore and he was done that's yeah. what conversations are sometimes like sometimes he's just done yep and it's not even necessarily that I'm like fed up Oh, um, Am I the only one who would have drawn out my eating after that? 
I would have respected the decision, Sturge, because like I know that it's totally inconvenient times when I when I do that, but it's it's not even necessarily that I'm like fed up or frustrated with the situation. It's just my brain says that this is no longer where I need to be. I need to be somewhere else. Yeah, it's it never malice that you you don't you're not angry about it. You you just you're done. Right. And I'll wait outside an hour and a half if I have to, but I'm not going back inside that place. If I have to pee, I'm either going to try and find a tree, another uh, establishment that'll allow me to, or just hold it for that entire hour and a half, because my stubbornness will tell me that I cannot go back on that decision. I, think I don't there know was if it's my stubbornness time... or my autism or what. I think there was one time that you did actually go back in, and you had like this, the stinkiest face about it. Yeah. You were just so mad. It's happened. I'm not happy about it. Because you had to go to the bathroom, which meant you had to go back into the building that you were done with. Yeah, and it feels like a moral failing for me. Like, honestly. Like, it feels like what Catholics teach you about sin for me. That's what it feels like <laughs> inside my head when I do shit like that. I know that that's not accurate or realistic or rational, but, like, that's what the feeling is. <laughs> well, that... I feel I, I don't know if that's how I would describe it, but it feels a lot like the same thing that happens when you cut the conversation off for me. Like that this weird mental pain that's like this this feels so wrong that I don't know that it should ever happen, but logically there's nothing actually wrong with it, so obviously that's a me problem. Yeah. Right? Like it it seems similar to me. Yeah. I mean it's 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 a little disrespectful of me. No no doubt. I don't but know like... that it's disrespectful of you. You're you're literally just taking care of yourself. You 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 make sure that you tell the people around you that it's nothing about them, that they don't have to change anything about what they're doing, that you just cannot sit there anymore. I can't I can't complain about that. Right on. Cool. Were, were we talking about... Or how do we... Where we started we? with writing groups and just sort of like meandered off. To me? To talking yeah. about me? Cool. This is what happens when you don't have things to say about you. We just somehow meander back to you. Is that because I'm narcissistic? No, I think that's because the universe loves you. Isn't that the same thing? No, no, narcissism is when you think the universe loves you. When oh, you, you think everything's all about you. But you, mm -hmm. you don't want it to be about you at all, ever. No. It just ends up being about you. I want the universe to love everyone else the way it loves me and ignore me. I'm fine. Just leave me, let me just be in my spreadsheets and I'll see you in a year. Yep. NPC syndrome. It is actually, yeah. I I didn't think about that. That's a good one, Serge. Yeah, NPC syndrome, or you you want to be, or you think you are an NPC in the great game of life. I mean, you remember how we started interacting, right? Yeah. Yeah. You you, you know why that's an interesting thing because of how we started interacting, right? Um, is it because I had to convince you that you weren't an NPC? Yeah, that. Yeah, basically, because, you know, we started dating when we were late teens and you had this uh, definite 
delineation between like real people and NPCs. No, I still do. I, I still kind of do. I just I haven't I haven't seen any people lately that are actual NPCs, but they're I do think that they exist, but they don't know that they're NPCs. So they would never think that they were NPCs to begin with. They just don't have the same bandwidth as I just think the average. I think people. I think the AI has gotten better. Um, and so yeah, <laughs> NPC is just upgraded. Yeah, maybe, but, um, maybe, but, but yeah, you had this clear delineation between NPCs and main characters. And as the more we talked about it, the more you told me about the main characters that you, you'd encountered in your life, I was more and more convinced like, whoa, bro, I'm clearly an NPC in this situation. And it wasn't supposed to be like a dig on, on the mentality that you were sharing with me or anything. It was just literally like, I'm, I didn't feel like I was that interesting. I felt like, you know, I was, I was just. I was just some nice kid that tried to be nice to people and was interested in hearing what they had to say. That was yeah, basically but just it. because you, you don't feel like you're all that interesting doesn't mean that you're an NPC. There's more than just the hero and the NPC. There's also supporting characters. And at the time, I was like, you are classic support. It's true. I Absolutely. now want to amend that because I think you are actually the hero. I think we're in a weird-ass story where... For a long period of time, I seemed kind of the main character type and you seemed support, but actually it's the reverse. <laughs> That's a little too much spotlight for me at the moment, even though I want to create stuff, so I really shouldn't be afraid of the spotlight, but here we are. This is where we're at. Um, but I appreciate the sentiment. Hmm. Hmm. How how are we feeling about this 13th episode of season three of the Hidden Egg podcast? Have we I been have, some places? I have no idea how long this episode is going to end up being. Well, I, I do know when it roughly started based on the chat log. Are you sure? Because last time you were seven minutes off. Well, last time I was just using my memory off of what time we had started. But oh, now we true. have a now we have a chat log. That's true. OK. All right. We'll trust it. We'll see what happens. Right. Um, also, we're talking about me, which is one of the times that I usually abruptly end a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fine. I'm pretty sure that we've got at least a half an hour in. So, Beginning yeah. of the pre-show to now 56 minutes. And I think pre-show is 15, 20, 15 yeah. or 20 minutes. Something so. like that. I think it's probably probably good. Yeah, yeah. I, I figure as yeah. long as it's over half an hour, it's good. We just end up going way over half an hour most times. A lot of times, yeah. Do you feel like you have any other <laughs> topics or points that you want to make before we finish it up? Um, just that I'm 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 kind of big into uh, joining and and checking out writing groups. God damn it! Sorry no. about that. The uh, you've been attacked. No, yeah. it fell onto my desk now and scared the shit out of me and then words came out of my mouth i'm sorry if anybody's upset that i took the lord's name in vain i watched a I just, movie that that was a thing it's, i've said god damn it so many times i i yeah i i as soon as i said that i was like the only reason why i'm saying this is because i watched a movie where that was a that was a thing that, that was pointed out um yeah so what I was saying before the devil bug dropped down from the sky. Oh, there it is. It's on my wall again. Um, was I'm, I'm, I'm big into these writing groups right now. So I'm probably going to keep posting stuff to that writing group 
um, what is it called? I mean, it's a forum channel. Are they forum forums in the forum channel? Is that what? I don't know. I whatever the words are, it's in the podcast topics forum channel, and under uh, two slash one slash twenty four writing groups and getting social. If you have any knowledge of writing groups, please post them there that would be fantastic um or if you want to check out writing groups i'm going to post whatever i find in there and hopefully other people will as well so that's that's kind of all i want to say about that one right on yep cool cool well thank you dear listener for hanging out with us uh for yet another uh, hidden egg podcast we really appreciate you being here and um, also for sturge for literally being here for literally being here sturge you're you're a superhero we appreciate you very much and ben who was here briefly ben had to leave it seems so um but we we appreciate uh sturge hanging out the whole time that's awesome um make sure you check out the stuff we've talked about check out uh sturge's gofundme check out phil's uh koala stuff and whatever and you know check out the the monsteralley.com and um TheMonsterAlley.com. Yeah, the, the monsteralley.com. I'm just making sure because if you don't put the the, it's not me. I know. Um, what do you do? You know oh, yeah. February... February writing challenges. We started, uh, Sturge helped me, is helping me revitalize Monster Alley publication on Medium. And we're doing yeah, a writing challenge for February. We have a theme for every single day, and I'm working to I, I finally published the one for today uh the actual like challengey prompt sort of thing to try to inspire more than just the theme itself that you could probably find on a bunch of places but monster alley on medium is the uh the publication it should be pretty high up in the uh home page maybe i'll pin it i don't know Was he saying? Right on. Uh, he's Sturge said, "I'm going to cross promote at some point in the challenged in the first week." Yeah, that's another another pu publication on Medium. The challenged. Got it. Right on. Right on. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm eternally mortal, and I hope you find smiles this day. And I'm the accidental monster. You can find us both on Medium.com and follow yourself always. <laughs>